Hey, Paul. Hey, Fab. How you doing? Good. First show on the other side of the 100 episodes. Oh. Um, let's do it thematic. Um, the holiday seasons, well, by the time we publish this year, like the holidays will be in full swing. So Thanksgiving in the States and all the way up to to Christmas and Hanukkah and, and all these other things. I know Diwali just passed. So, um, but, you know, clearly there is a slump during the holidays. People do take off. Uh, it's probably a bit worse than during the summer holidays because summer is like inconsistent, right? Some people take off the beginning of summer, middle, but, you know, but holidays, people tend to like kind of generally uh, collectively shut down and numbers do show that, you know, obviously nobody's signing a contract on uh, December 25th type of thing. Um, so I was wanting to, I have a few opinions, especially on the marketing side, but for your point of view on how to prepare this holiday slump, I mean, Obviously, the big one, which is you always say, right, is if you have a full pipeline, it doesn't really necessarily matter that somebody's closing before Christmas because you could probably, your pipeline's already full, your quota's probably already attained. It's obviously too late to get to for that unless you have a very quick sales process. Uh, sales, sorry. Um, so assuming your pipeline is what it is, what, how can we better best prepare for the holiday slump in your mind? Well, it's interesting. Uh... It's, a, it's an interesting question, Fab, and I think what it is, it's a, it's a state of mind too, right? Um, during the holidays, people's state of mind changes. Think of yourself, you know, you think more of, you know, whatever, your family and all these things. So I think there's actually, to be opportunistic, I think there's actually some opportunities to speak to people who are in a different state of mind. One, you're right that they might not be signing contracts or whatnot, but sometimes they're more open to talking. So you can uh, warm up or if you're in that mid-cycle, uh, it's a good time to talk to people. If you're in a long enterprise type uh, cycle, it's a good time to just have a chat with people. Um, if you're really trying to hard close business, there is definitely a different mindset going on. I, I agree. Um, and you're right that if you're, I'm going to say that to you, if your pipeline is full, if you're doing everything you can in the other opportunistic times of the year, your pipeline should be full and you, sh you shouldn't be in a panic around holiday season mm -hmm. um, sales wise. Now, you know, being a salesperson and, you know, self-admittedly not always the most organized person in the world, you do get to a point where you're like, oh, what's going on? Well, these are things that are out of your control. Remember, we talked about that before. You should only yeah. do the things that are in your control. So what can you do? Well, you can keep making phone calls, but you have to be expectant of the fact that people might have a different reaction. But you right. need to keep doing the normal things that you're doing. So you're prospecting, but just know that there'll be maybe a different approach. Right. Um, People saying, well, you know, people like to push off cold calls and they like to push off cold emails and cold LinkedIn. Um, so they, they'll use they'll use the holiday excuse. Oh, you know, talk to me in January. You know, yeah. Let's take a roundabout number. Fifty percent of them are probably telling the truth. The other fifty percent are just blowing you off. <laughs> they maybe in the summer they would blow you off differently. Oh, I'm going on summer holidays. In the spring, it'd be you know so. Just be realistic as to what's going on. Know that there's a certain amount of population that don't really want your services or, or maybe they need them, but they don't want them. And because of that, they're going to blow you off at any time and they're going to blow you off subtly because most people don't outright say no to you. So it's just an extra excuse <laughs> during the holidays. Um, but, you know, you, you have to either be able to surmount that objection or find out why they're saying these things or you have to move on. Um, yeah. but you're right. It's, it's a pipeline thing. Um, but just be ready for it, you know, yeah. be ready for it and, and don't expect the same kind of, um, 
don't expect the same kind of results that you might get another time of year. However, some people, it's business as usual. And if you follow those people, well, then it's all good. So don't make any assumptions, basically. Keep that's, working, don't make any assumptions. That's that's good because you're right. So first of all, while the majority of people, uh, is, let's talk about North America, obviously the, the whole world is, is very different. But, uh, you know, although most people do shut down or whatever, I mean, some businesses are, you know, I've worked at companies early on in my career where it was, you know, other than the mandatory holidays, like everything was business as usual. But yeah, things are tend to be slower. There's office celebrations. But um, I think you're right. I think part of it is also set your personal expectations and your boss's expectation or if you're the leader set, you know, correct expectations. But you're right. It is a state of mind and some businesses do operate. I think, though, there's also a side on the sales reps where you know, you also have to be realistic, right? If somebody agrees to a meeting, uh, especially let's say a closing meeting, because you're trying to, you know, book your business for, for the end of the quarter and the end of the year on December 24th, you know, there's a fairly good chance that that, that might get postponed, right? Like as people are, like in the November, people are like, yeah, yeah, this, yeah, December is great. It's more quiet. I'm definitely going to take that meeting. And then, you know, like, you know, December 20th rolls around and they're like, you know, the office is in, in celebration mode and in, in vacation or holiday mode and, and that meeting gets postponed. So I think I think you also have to be a little conscious conscious of that and try to not schedule meetings around the core holidays, maybe move it a bit before or a bit after. Um, and I think as a sales leader, you also need to look at, you know, your sales reps. I mean, you always should be looking at your sales reps pipeline and forecast. But, you know, if you're starting that a few deals are set to close on, December 31st, because like by default, like the CRM said it for December 31st, I think you have to just have a serious conversation with that rep to make sure like, is this legit? Like, what are the odds of it actually closing uh, on that date as a company is a holiday? You know, I don't know about, about the States, but here in, in North America and Canada, like a lot of companies like in the media space or marketing space, like they just fully close the office during that week between Christmas and, and New Year's. You know, so you just have to make sure as a sales leader that that date is is valid and legit and not just added in well, by default. And that's that's very true. I mean, as a sales leader, you need to make sure that your that your let's say newly acquired representatives are living in the real world. As a sales VP, you got to make sure that you understand where the forecasts are coming from. Mm -hmm. You know. The higher you get, I have, I've never mentioned this before, but the higher you get in an organization, so the more people you have reporting to you, the more you need to look at past statistics to see what's going on. Um, past statistics? Yeah. That's really interesting because when you're, you're in a company and you're dealing with many, many employees or many, many representatives, you can, you can look at the trends of how the spends have been in the past and you can pretty much bank on those trends unless there's something majorly different that's happened or you've, you've released a new product or a new service. And you can get a good feeling for how sales are going to happen. You know, from my past world in media, I could literally forecast um, a year ahead based on what we had done in the first few months, based on the proration of uh, and using the um, uh, ratios that I had in the past to look at what was coming forward. So if let's and, and oh, sorry, I'm throwing a lot of numbers out here. I'll be more specific. So let's say last year. Um, in, in, in December, you closed $10 million and this year, uh, this year in September, you closed 15 million and last year you closed 10 million. Well then, you know, you're 33% ahead or 50% ahead. 
well, depending how you look at it, what what is it that you you know what is it that you did? What's going on? So does that mean that this year in December you'll be fifty percent ahead, which means you'll close you know fifteen million as well? So those are the extrapolations. But if you have twenty million dollars in the pipeline and everyone's saying, oh yeah, we're gonna hit twenty, then you need to have those conversations. Say, okay, where where is this coming from? Is right. this realistic? So the bigger the numbers, which is great, you can look at stats and look at trends and and really base yourself on the trends. But when, if you're talking about a small team and individuals, you need to make sure that they're realistic in what they're doing, particularly with new people that, ha that haven't lived through the, the slumps of sales. Because you're right. right. Um, what happens at this time of year in holidays is the objections go up. Yeah. <laughs> yes. The objections go up and, and the, the excuses that you can use to slow things down go up. Yeah. So, that's okay. You can't, you're not going to blame the customer you're trying to sell to. It's a reality. They might have more on their plate. They may not even have thought about it when they told you in September, call me mid-December, because they didn't think of everything that was going to roll up. Right. Their company might be closing down for a week, and they didn't realize it, and there's certain operational things they have to take care of. So it might be legit that they don't have time mm. in January. But you need to understand these things. You need to understand those trends. Right. Um, but usually, if, if you're lucky enough to have a large enough force, then you sort of know you can look at the trend that you've been going with this year and pretty much extrapolate to what, what goes on during uh, the holidays, you know, unless you had some big blip in the past years. But if you're looking at a few years, the numbers over a few years, you can get a really good idea of what's going on. Right. And so if we, if we kind of flip the page to, to marketing for a bit, because obviously marketing is slightly different beast, but uh, I think if you're kind of still in a kind of lead generation type of mode for marketing, I think, you know, that goes hand in hand with sales performance, right? Like the, the number of leads will go down. Although there, there are some spikes sometimes, right? As people kind of like slow down their schedule, they're more active online, they're more searching, they're more, but, but they tend to also be quite aspirational, right? Oh, next year, you know, we're going to completely relaunch our whole CRM. So then they're like actively looking for like new CRMs and stuff like that. And sometimes those, those deals don't necessarily pan out the way they, you know, because at the beginning of, at the end of the year, in the beginning of the year, people tend to be very like full of hopes and dreams. And, and so, but so your leads can actually go up, but I think you still have to be, like you said, if you're a large enough organization, look at historical data to really set appropriate expectations. Um, that said, if you're more in a kind of a demand generation point of view, I think there's that opportunity. And I know we talked about this, I don't know, last year, <laughs> it was last year, or the year before, but, um, I'm a strong believer, not as not a good practicer. So definitely as I do as I say, not as I do, but of being much more consistent with your messaging during the holidays. I think a lot of companies, because they shut down, because they're low, because a lot of people take time off, you know, their their social postings, their blog posts, their podcasts, and all that all kind of dwindle off for for you know three weeks, two, three weeks, four weeks sometimes. And and I think that's a big mistake for for marketers. I think not advocating working, you know, like if you just schedule your podcast to go out on Saturday and that happens to be Christmas morning and not advocating working on Christmas morning, you can schedule a lot of these things out, but I would definitely take, you know, this time of year, you know, the, the mid November when we're recording this to plan out my end of December, early January marketing initiatives, because like I said, I'm a strong believer of seeing still being very consistent in your messaging during the holidays well you said um, you said two things there that i think are really important is that most people in north america whether we'd like to admit it or not when they're on a holiday it's actually the time they take 
they often take more time to go look at marketing material. They take more time to look at their LinkedIn. So you're, yeah, I totally, I hundred percent believe you. And the content probably goes down. So your opportunity is much bigger. That's a really good point. I hadn't thought of that, but I just think of myself and it's true that I'm doing more of it during that time of year. And I hate to say it, but I think launching your, your post on Christmas morning might be a great idea. Think about it because all the people, you know, they finish unwrapping the gifts, uh, you go look at it. And the people that don't celebrate Christmas are like, well, this is a crazy boring day. What am I going to do? I'm going to go, everything's closed. So I'm going to, you know, go look on this. So, you know what, Fab? I think launching your, your, your thing on Christmas day might not be a bad, bad, bad idea, you know, just before you go see the movie with the family, you know, I, I have a lot of Jewish friends and that's what they do. They go see yeah. the blockbuster releases on, on, <laughs> on the 25th. Yeah. So there's definitely, definitely yeah. There's definitely some, that, that's a really interesting and, thing. And, and to say, to add to that, like one thing that I, I mean, I've never seen data, I've never crunched data, uh, but I've seen results. So this is much yeah. more of a uh, qualitative opinion. Let's call it that. It's like those horrible, like holiday posts, right? Like everybody has these holiday posts or holiday campaigns that are just like happy holidays. And I hate those. Like, right. First of all, those emails never work well. Those posts tend to never work well, unless you have a good, nice, interesting spin on it. Right. Like some companies, put a unless lot you're selling toys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But by then it's probably a little too late. But, um, but I think if you're, I, I'm not saying don't spin, put a holiday spin on your stuff, but I still, like you said, right. A lot of people are researching. They are hopeful for next year. They all have big projects in mind for next year. They have a lot of, uh, wanting to better themselves. Right. It's like, for your year's celebration, they're like, I'm going to become a better leader, a better marketer, a better salesperson. So I think you could put a holiday spin on it, you know, to make it make it contextual. But uh, I, I definitely a big believer of like staying away for the, from those generic holiday campaigns. What I do think work very well is more personalized emails from, from a, I mean, and you can kind of schedule those out and you can kind of template them a bit but i think a, an email like a personal email you know from written from your gmail which like i said you can schedule in your hubspot or whatever but uh, written by the rep like hey paul you know like it was really nice working with you this year you know happy holidays but no like gif i mean unless that's your song well, but no like marketing you, card and all that stuff i don't know if i'm a, i don't know if i'm a curmudgeon fab but i want to talk to you about that <laughs> um, i find those holiday emails or posts sometimes a little bit fake and opportunistic. Like, I don't know when I'm getting, when someone writes me December 15th, Hey, great to hang out with you. Look forward, you know, happy holidays. I, I don't know. I, I don't see it as that sincere, you know, unless I know the person and we've had a conversation. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. And that's exactly what I'm saying. Right. Like, cause marketing is always like, first of all, like leadership is often like, let's throw out a marketing campaign. And it's like this nice, image of like holiday themed image with your logo on it and you send that off to like all your customers and and that i agree i'm not i'm not at all a fan of and i think what, what i'm saying i think this a more individual approach to it uh makes more sense but yeah if it's like some prospect you spoke to in like february of the year and then you like never heard but yeah that you know like sending a message like hey i hope to talk to you next year that's a little but if you have like a good customer that you have a good relationship with, or if your customer yeah. team has good relationships with some customers and stuff like that, I think it's that's too. So I'm also, I'm also a guy from a family who's my whole family wants to start decorating the house on November 1st. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like going crazy. So when I get those happy holiday emails, part of me is like, oh, 
But you know, I'm just maybe I'm just turning to Scrooge as an old man. But uh, no, I, I think you need to. You're right. You need to play it by ear, and you need to understand those scenes shouldn't be just shot out and, and as, as one big, you know, cannonball, you know, to everybody yeah. out there. But uh, or shotgun, I should say. But you know, some big companies will associate themselves to special causes, and, yeah. and, and that 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 I think has a little bit of a better. Um, it lands a little bit better when you're, you yeah. know, trying to feed people who are starving. You know, particularly up here in Canada where it's freezing. You know, and they're trying to, you know, find homes from the home for the homeless and that thing. That 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 to me has more uh, value. You know, doing things that are selfless. That that I have more appreciation for. But yeah. but you know, it's hard to convey that in your your marketing messages. But I hear what you're saying and the overall message to what you're saying. And the, my takeaway, and I want to come back on that a little bit, is that there is an opportunity to put out good content end of December because there's more eyes and ears out there that are probably going to be tuned into what you're doing. And they're also in a state of mind that's a little different. So they may be a little bit more open to newness and you're right. Everyone wants to change. So while they're wanting to change and improve themselves, if you're sending them something that could potentially help them improve themselves, hopefully your product and services do, well, then it's like, Oh yeah that great thing that that company sent me, I should take a look at it, you know, mm. whereas the other time of year, maybe the more, so you know what, I hadn't, I hadn't thought of that fab. I'm, you know, I'm not a marketer. Um, so yeah. Uh, and, and there's uh, less competition, right? Because most, yeah. most people do shut down and, and, you know, because, you know, because we're, everybody's busy and we don't, we tend to not always prepare, you know, our content that far in advance. Like we get there and it's like December 12th and we're like, oh, and then the holidays are coming and people are taking time off and, and then sort of like, okay, well, it's, it's easy to say like, you know what, let's just take a break. Everybody's taking a break. And that's, the, that's your thing. And you share content on how you're encouraging your employees to take time off and blah, blah, blah. Um, but yeah, I think there's definitely an opportunity there uh, to share content during the holidays. Um, and especially if you're able to get into that, your, your, your prospect, your persona's state of mind of like improving themselves or like taking time off or, or whatever. I think there's some, there's value there. And maybe that's the opportunity for the salesperson, the sales leaders to give them, give your prospective clients good content. Yeah. You know, talk to them about how you can help them in their business rather than just saying, well, I mean, it's okay to say happy holidays, but go a little further. Maybe it's a time for you to release as an individual rep to release those LinkedIn posts you want to do as, mm -hmm. a, as a manager to encourage people to do that as a leader, as a company leader, leading a lot of people to get people to mobilize, to understand that this time of year is one that you can, that you can, you know, bring content forward and, and take advantage of that void between uh, the holidays where people are actually watching more and getting less content. Right. So, yeah. And I would, I would do it now. Like, obviously I, I think it's also important in, in everything that we said that we take time off. Right. I think it's a good time to take time off yeah. because, because business oh. slows down in general, it's a good, it's a good time to slow down because you don't come back usually to like a 300 unready mail inbox right so i think planning all that planning on the sales side planning your calls making sure your calls are happening at more reasonable date your closing dates are more at reasonable moments uh and on a marketing planning your content you know early off in early off in advance so you can schedule that out um and take that Fab, i want to I, I was just kidding there saying no no don't wait but i will challenge the people who get overloaded there's something you need to and this maybe we'll do this in another episode because i know we're coming to the end we both have a hard stop but yeah um, you should never be in a state where if you take some time off, you're, 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 you have to catch up afterwards. So that we have to discuss that. And I know a lot That's of people don't have that reality, but we need to, you need to talk about that. As a salesperson, it probably happens less, but um, 
you know, you really shouldn't put yourself in a state where, uh, you know, time off equates, uh, you know, catching up that, that stuff later. You should always be in, in a state where you have a little bit of leeway and a little bit of cushion. I know it's not always feasible, but you should. And it's, it's, it's what you keep yourself busy with, right? Sure enough. All right, Paul. Like you said, we both have hard stops. Let's end it here. Thanks, everybody. See you next week. Talk to you soon.